congregation of the sons of Israel assembled themselves at Shiloh and set up the tent of meeting there, and the land was subdued before them. There remained among the sons of Israel seven tribes who had not divided their inheritance. So Joshua said to the sons of Israel, How long will you put off entering to take possession of the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you? Provide for yourselves three men from each tribe that I may send them, and that they may arise and walk through the land and write a description of it according to their inheritance. Then they shall return to me. They shall divide it into seven portions. Judah shall stay in its territory on the south, and the house of Joseph shall stay in their territory on the north. You shall describe the land in seven divisions and bring the description here to me. I will cast lots for you here before the Lord our God. For the Levites have no portion among you, because the priesthood of the Lord is their inheritance. Gad and Reuben and the half-tribe of Manasseh also have received their inheritance eastward beyond the Jordan, which Moses the servant of the Lord gave them. Then the men arose and went, and Joshua commanded those who went to describe the land, saying, Go and walk through the land and describe it, and return to me. Then I will cast lots for you here before the Lord in Shiloh. So the men went and passed through the land and described it by cities in seven divisions in a book. And they came to Joshua to the camp at Shiloh. And Joshua cast lots for them in Shiloh before the Lord. And there Joshua divided the land to the sons of Israel according to their divisions. All right. One interesting thing right off the bat. Where are they? Shiloh. Shiloh. Now, you know, we don't have a lot of time they were in the land before this, but what seems to have been the center for them before this? Gilgal. Gilgal. It looks to me like things are switching. Things are moving. In fact, what do you see we have in Shiloh now? The tabernacle's in Shiloh. So I take it that Shiloh kind of becomes the hub, the center, the worship center, and that sort of thing. Now, do you any, does anybody know what's going to happen to Shiloh? Okay. Destroyed. By? Philistine. Yeah. And Shiloh will become a thing of the past. But for now, Shiloh seems to be the main spot. So we have seen the territory of Judah and Benjamin and half Manasseh. Now we had how many tribes that needed still an inheritance on the east side of the Jordan River? Well, seven now. There had been nine and a half. So we've given two and a half their tribes, at least seven. Well, what are these seven doing? Joshua said, how long will you put off entering to take possession of the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you? There are times when we need more initiative. We need to get busy and act. And it seems like they are too lazy or whatever. Maybe they're too fearful. I don't know what they're too. But they haven't gotten any land yet. And it doesn't seem to me like Joshua thinks that's the right attitude for them to have. Sometimes we're too passive. You know, we've got to get off of our seat and get busy and do what needs to be done. You know, I the Lord didn't provide me anybody to teach the gospel to. How many people live within the walking distance of your house? If you ask all them. You know, we could do more if we'd try harder, if we'd work harder. So he says, get up and do something. What does he want him to do? Survey the land. Yeah. Here's the rest of the land. Go through it. Who's supposed to do that? 
Three men from each tribe. Three men from each tribe. You go through, and basically, they are supposed to look it over and divide it up in seven sections. The land that's left. Now, since you got three from each of the remaining tribes, three times seven, I guess there's 21 men in the commission, and they're going to work together and dividing up. Okay, we're going to have this. Now, do you see the genius in getting them to divide it up? Yeah, what is it? <laughs> they, they won't contest it afterwards because they were the ones who divided it. Yes. You know the cool way to solve a problem between two kids who are fighting over the, the last chunk of pie or whatever? What do you do? One gets to cut it and the other gets to pick. Exactly! One cuts and the other picks. She sounds like she's had experience with this. Well, song. yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of the, well, isn't that kind of the classic parental uh, Solomon-esque wisdom about mm-hmm. this? But if one of them gets to cut it, we'll cut it even. <laughs> then you have no complaint coming. The other one picks. So there you have it. Uh, so that's kind of the idea. Well, you guys divide it. You divide it into seven sections. And then we'll cast lots, and nobody can complain, because you guys divided it, you know, and to see which what you want. So that was cool. So they write a description of the land, they, they divide it into sections, seven sections, to cast lots for, and, uh, you know, not going to be Gad, Reuben, or Manasseh, half of Manasseh, they're already on the right-hand side of the Jordan River, it's not going to be Judah, or Ephraim, or the other half-tribe Manasseh, because their <laughs> land's already been provided for. So we've got these other seven. Uh, and, you know, starting in verse 8, he says, I'll cast lots for you here before the Lord in Shiloh. So they go do it, they divide it into sevenths, seven pieces, and Joshua starts casting lots for them, and they start dividing up their uh, territory among these remaining seven tribes. <coughs> <coughs> Comments or questions about that? Where is the uh, where is the reference for Shiloh being destroyed by the Philistines? Well, you know that's a good question. Originally, the battle was in First Samuel four, but it doesn't really say in First Samuel four that Shiloh was destroyed. But what about passages like Jeremiah seven that make reference back to the destruction of Shiloh? I don't think I can prove without a sh- within a shadow of a doubt, or without a shadow of a doubt, that's what it is, isn't it? Uh, that, it that that means the Philistines destroyed him at that time, but I bet you anything they did. When the, you remember when the ark was taken? My guess is that's when they destroyed Shiloh. Is that when they started having the tumors? Yeah, exactly. They're in 1st Samuel so chapter 4-5. So that's the battle that Eli died after? Yes. So Shiloh was, was the center for... A, a little while. Yeah, for sure. Uh, David made Jerusalem the same? David Conk? No. That was, um, that was, let's see, during the time of Samuel, more or less, really the time of Eli's sons. So it was the end of the period of the judges. So, that one, for a while. Wait, what? Jerusalem? Is that what you know? The judges made Jerusalem the center? Well,. No. Is that what you asked? Yeah, I thought David did. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, maybe I misunderstood the question. You're, were you, I was asking about when Shiloh was destroyed. No, no Jerusalem. Jerusalem was conquered by David. And that's when the temple... The Ark did not come... Well, the Ark came to, like, uh, Kiriath-Jerim and stayed there 
And then David, when he tried to move it, you know, got in trouble and so forth. So the ark wasn't really put in a home until David made Jerusalem the capital. And David, through Joab, was really who conquered it, but David challenged him to do that. So you got kind of a hiatus between the ark in Shiloh and the ark in Jerusalem. From the end of Judges. From, yeah, from the, you know, period of Eli and his sons to the time David conquered Jerusalem. I had other comments or questions. All right, I think we should stop here then, and uh, we will pick up in 1811. That will not be next week. That will not be the following week.